This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Adrian O'Connell, who is the CEO of Standards Australia. G'day, Adrian. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, g'day, Alan. How are you? Now, Standards Australia is an interesting organisation. It's sort of a regulatory body that um, is not government, uh, not part of government. It's a uh, not-for-profit, non-government uh, organisation comprised of members. Tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so um, Standards Australia is almost 100 years old, formed in 1922. As you say, it's not government, and that's what makes us unique in the Asia-Pacific region. We're the only national standards body that's not a part of government. Um, and we're recognised by the Commonwealth Government, though, as the, the the national standards body. And by virtue of that, Alan, we're the members of the international standards bodies, the International Standard Organisation and the IEC um, our uh, mandate essentially is to add net benefit to the Australian community. So we do that by producing high quality and trusted solutions for public policy and industry needs, um, hopefully better than anybody else. David, uh, when you say you're recognised by the government, um, does that mean that your standards have a legislative force or is it simply a voluntary code? Uh, they're voluntary code. Everything that we do is voluntary, but um, to the extent that state, federal governments call them up in their own uh, legislation, then they uh, become uh, have regulatory impact or regulatory force. Right, but do they uh, do they legislate your standards or not? In, in or some, some in some case, about a third of our standards we think have have been um, called up in uh, legislation somewhere in the state and territory regimes. Right, and how many members do you have? 74, Alan, they're, and they're representative for the national peak industry bodies, um, government bodies in Australia, the Commonwealth, state and territories, and uh, also consumer and civic organisations like the ACTU. Oh, so your members are all organisations rather than individual businesses or anything? They're yes. They're all just peak bodies and so on. Right, okay. National bodies. Um, yeah, right. Um, so uh, I guess uh, things are changing for you. You, you. you must be having to deal a lot with... Um, you know, the rap- rapid, rapidly developing technology world and a, a artificial intelligence and so on. Are you, are you developing standards for this for this new area? Oh, yes, Alan. We, in fact, we're developing standards in almost every sector of the economy and as every new sort of development there is both in technology and systems processes uh, and services, um, Standards Australia is playing some role in developing standards that are needed um, f- for those. Those uh, particular uh, technologies or systems or processes. So, in terms of uh, information system, of course, well, you, that that is a. Um, a key area of development is if you think of things like uh, blockchain, cloud uh, computing, IT security, cyber security, um, we're heavily involved uh, in either developing national standards, national roadmaps, or in the international work that's taking place in relation to those standards. So are you developing standards for blockchain? So Australia, Australia is leading the international work in relation to blockchain standards, um, and, and that's uh, a role that we took on about two years ago, um, where we uh, were endorsed by the international bodies to take the lead, and um, we're moving that work along at great pace. Right. What are you doing? I mean, how, how, do you, how do you make a standard for blockchain? 
Well, so blockchain's a technology, but essentially like all technologies, you want it to be interoperable. So you want one sort of set of blockchains to be able to talk to any other blockchain. So our standards are essentially foundational for the whole blockchain system. Things like reference architecture, terminology, um, the way that the systems will talk to each other. So what you don't have is different blockchain systems essentially that develop that aren't able to talk to each other. Right. So are all the people involved in blockchain um, who are, let's say, let's face it, relatively independent-minded, <laughs> they're all over the world, uh, are they paying any attention to you? Well, they're certainly paying attention to this project. Um, I don't know if they're paying attention to Standards Australia, um, but they're, they're... But you're leading the project, aren't you? We are. So we have an Australian expert who's the chair, the international chair, uh, Craig Dunn, and um, we hold the secretariat of that, and so we're essentially responsible for that work program. And uh, increasingly, more and more countries are coming to participate in that because they have an interest in the outcome. Yeah, right. And what about artificial intelligence? I imagine that's tremendously complicated to come up with standards that would uh, apply so, um, everywhere. Uh, it is. And the very first step we've taken there is, again, is to, before you get into the development of standards, either nationally or internationally, is to develop a roadmap. So Standards Australia has had this role uh, in leading the facilitation of Australian stakeholders with an interest in art, uh, artificial intelligence. We've been working with the federal government on this in terms of developing a roadmap for what standards may be needed to enable the implementation of artificial intelligence uh, in a whole range of contexts. And of course, there's ethical issues, there's privacy issues, as well as technical issues. And the work that we've been doing, Alan, is essentially supporting uh, the outlining of what standards may need to be developed uh, in this roadmap so we can then get on with it uh, as required. Perhaps we should take a step back, um, Adrian, and, um, and explain what exactly is a standard? Oh, well, um, so in its simplest form, um, Alan, uh, a standard is um, is a specification or a performance requirement for a, a product, a process, a system, or, or a service. Uh, and uh, and it's essentially an agreement of all the interested parties as to how this particular product process, service or system uh, should work. So is your job as much to do with negotiation as it is to do with um, technology and setting a standard where you have to get everyone to agree to something? Um, uh, so as the CEO, no. Or do you just, uh, or do you just lay down the law? <laughs> no, we don't lay down the law. <laughs> Most definitely not. So the, 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 the essence of our process, of course, is to facilitate the experts coming together to reach an agreement. Standards Australia does not itself, its staff, do not determine the standard. The standard is determined by a group of broadly representative, interested experts who come together and with a with a defined scope and on the basis that this standard's going to add net benefit to the Australian community to sit down and work through and develop a standard. Um, it's not our job to do that. What we do is facilitate that process. So in, in that in that 
uh, work. There is no doubt considerable amount of um, expertise required both by the chair and uh, our staff in terms of uh, identifying what the differences are, thrashing those out and making sure that we get a good solution that works for the market. Right. So you guys chair the meeting and then write the briefs and the minutes and, you know, (laughs) try to herd the cats, do you? Yeah, essentially, um, and make sure that we get an outcome in a timely manner that the market requires. One of the challenges, of course, in in standards development for the future is that we need to do it simpler, faster, better. Um, Market expectations have risen um, and the market needs solutions in a much quicker time frame than historically they've been developed. And Standards Australia is one of the leading NSBs in the world looking at methods for doing that. So we've invested heavily in new digital platforms, new methods of collaboration, new methods of enabling experts to come together without having to meet physically. Uh, A a huge amount of um, work's gone in over the last four or five years uh, to develop a much more efficient um, and timely standards development process. And then the second part of that now, of course, is not only do we develop the content, but then we need that content distributed to the marketplace in completely different ways than it's historically been done. Before it would go out in a sort of PDF file, now we we want to make information available uh, through different channels in different formats, whether it's apps or whether it's different sort of products that would that that can be consumed by the market as the market needs it. For us, as we enter our sort of second hundred years in 2022, that's the big challenge, and that's where we're driving our organisation. So, do you, you do you initiate the standard setting process? Um, we sort of okay, we need something in this area, and you pull pull all the experts together and get it going. Uh, it's a combination, really. It's a sort of a top down and bottom up. So, um, m- many industry sectors will come to us and say, "Look, this is a need," and um, we'll work with them on identifying what the need, scoping it out, and making sure it meets net benefit. But there are other things where Standards Australia will have insight in itself to what are the developments overseas, what are the technologies, what are the issues where standards um, may be needed, and we will then reach out to industry and say, we think uh, we need to start working on this, Um, whether it's around smart cities, whether it's around particular technologies. Digital trade is is an example. I mean, digital trade is something that um, all economies now recognise has huge potential to increase uh, the welfare and the uh, the economic benefits for economies, particularly developing economies. But to do that, uh, to enable digital trade, you need a whole range of standards in place to support things such as data flows, uh, cyber security, uh, cloud computing, and Standards Australia would take a leading role in talking to industry to say, if we're going to enable digital trade, these are some of the things that you need to start thinking about, and we work in collaboration. Right. Fascinating. Well, it's been really good to talk to you, Adrian. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Alan. Good to talk to you. I've been talking to Adrian O'Connell, who is the CEO of Standards Australia.